True Connections is a journey within to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. Let me begin with this story. A couple that had been married for over two decades was having an engagement. (laughs) We'll call it for what it was, a fight. She being of the Italian culture, and I I put this out based upon the passion of that particular culture, was engaged in a full-out fight. He wasn't necessarily so comfortable with the way that she would continue to uh, reflect or offer herself. And in time, this fight escalated to the point that he was literally screaming, You are not the boss of me. (laughs) I want to put that forth because while that's a childlike response for an adult, it's to be appreciated that we really don't like to be controlled. Today's theme in our podcast is about control. Hmm, control. You know what I mean. Where someone's trying to control what you do, what you say, how you say it. For example, have you ever ridden in a car with somebody that was sitting in the passenger seat and they seem to know everything that you should be doing. <laughs> and they make no bones about telling you, having the physical or nonverbal reactions in terms of, oh, you should have turned there, or you should have turned right, or we would have saved time if we went this direction versus that. And if you've ridden in the car with me, maybe you're thinking of me. <laughs> My point is, I've done that. You can appreciate what it is to participate in control, maybe even being addicted to control, And the idea that this is something that we have to do. Now, why? Why would anyone want to participate in being controlled? Well, there's some great reasons. There's an idea that we won't get anything done. If I'm not in control, then, of course, we're not going to get it done. Or perhaps the other thought is someone won't do it as well as I might do it. Now, I use the term I. Of course, this can be applied to you if it's applicable. Feel this. Most of us hate to be controlled. Those participants who are offering the most amount of control, who hate it too, still find themselves obligated or even dedicated to the idea that they have to be in control. Now, sometimes this can come from, well, being the firstborn in the family, where maybe someone was giving you responsibility or control. And at one point, you determine that you think that you are the boss of everybody, including all the other kids, siblings, neighbors, And, of course, even parents when we get old enough. The idea is to realize that being in control all the time isn't fun. (laughs) I really want to emphasize that. So I want you to imagine you taking me to a theme park. And in doing so, you are in control. You're in control of my having a good time. I want you to be very dedicated to that task. And that means whatever's going to happen in the theme park in terms of how I react or my experiences, you are in charge. I'm submitting myself to you in that way. And you're going to find that while that might feel really good to you in one way, in another way, you'll find that you're not able to have fun because you're so engaged in trying to control the situation, where we sit, where we go, what rides we attend to, who greets us, 
what size of ice cream cones that we get. And of course, you can't control all those things. Nobody can. And really, we don't want to. Which kind of brings us into this other point, which is by being controlling all of the time, or even some of the time, we really don't allow for any surprises. <laughs> if we don't allow for life to continue to engage with us interactively and we are literally controlling everything, well, it gets pretty boring. Don't you agree? Meaning if we're trying to or we think that we are controlling everything, then we really aren't allowing others to engage with us in an interactive way, and again, in a surprising way. Some parts of that may not feel so fun in the idea that you don't like to be surprised. Well, let me tell you why. Because some part of your past, you've determined that being surprised was harmful. And therefore, by being in control to make sure that you weren't surprised, then something, well, couldn't be sneaking up on you. Do you know what I mean? Where someone's coming from the backside, even a surprise party, which is supposed to be a good surprise, and yet maybe that scene is not good based upon who's coming, what kind of cake it is, again, the environment not being prepared to walk into a, a situation where we didn't know that the surprise was going to take place or the party was going to take place. And these things are true for those people who really are dedicated to a habit or, like I said before, an addiction of control. Now, lastly, if you really want to um, honor how to <laughs> make enemies with quite literally everybody by trying to influence other people through control, you're going to find that you make, well, not friends, but people who really can't stand to participate with you. They may tolerate it for a certain period of time. They may put up with it and the idea that we have to put up with somebody being in the car and they're uh, driving us all insane, but we can't wait to get out of the car and, and having dialogue with that person in terms of being connected to them. We really don't want that based upon the idea that they need to control the conversation intellectually, spiritually, even emotionally. And the idea that if they're not in control, maybe again, like we talked about before, that they're not feeling safe. And yet we, as someone who participates with someone else who's having to be in control, is like, wow, can't we get out of this space? So if you really want to drive other people nuts, <laughs> step into that role, take charge, and be in control of all things. But since you personally hate it, if you've done this, and I'm suspecting that you have, even if you're not participating in an addictive kind of way, you're going to find that setting that aside opens up to all kinds of new things. So let's talk about that. What would it be like to participate literally in life without having to be ahead, foresee, control. Let me say it another way. What would it be like if you just allowed? What does that mean, allowing? Sometimes when people are so busy being in control and trying to strategically map themselves out in terms of where the next series of moves are. They negate the opportunity for others to participate, let alone help. And then here's the huge one, contribute. If you're trying to, to control me, clearly, even in a meeting, I may not choose to have something to say. I may get through the meeting, but not necessarily make any kind of contribution. Well, isn't that the purpose of the meeting? And when we view that to a relationship with a desire to create relationships, 
again, we don't want to necessarily be pushed or pull, pulled through control as much as we want to be able to interact. So if you've participated in control historically, honor the fact that maybe you don't need to in this idea of allowance. Now, that may not feel super comfortable at the moment, but just breathe that in, feel it. This kind of leads to another point that perhaps trusting, and you may be thinking trusting other people is somehow dangerous, and that's why you need to be in control, but when I say trusting, I'm literally saying trusting yourself. In the idea that the universe will manifest those things that you want without having to be in control. At this juncture, I'd like to share with you that I went to study um, business in college because <laughs> I thought I could control the environment. I'm being serious with that. I really felt that through that game of business that I would be able to articulate the pieces, and I liked that. That felt comfortable to me. It felt a lot better than the idea of, well, being a farmer where you can't control the weather and you can't control all the variables that would allow you to uh, grow a crop, reap the crop, and then, of course, even sell the crop. These things all seem to be insanely uncontrollable. So going into business seemed like it was something that I could control. <laughs> Obviously, it isn't, but that was the thought. Perhaps there's been things that you have done or are doing that you still think that you need to be in control. Come back to that point of allowing. Just allowing yourself to engage with others, allowing them to help, to contribute, and to participate. And in that space, like we've talked about just a moment, that we want to let yourself trust, which means ultimately when you get comfortable with that, you'll actually engage in trusting other people. Now, that doesn't mean that everyone's going to do it the way that you do it. And let's be honest, you really don't want that. If we wanted everyone to be clones of ourselves, it again would be extremely boring and we would drive ourselves crazy. If you can't see that, then if you do have children for the day, or if, you're, if that's too much, <laughs> take an hour and let them be in control. You may find yourself seeing a reflection that you really don't like. <laughs> the fact that the kids are having to control you in the same way that they have been feeling controlled. Now, this can take place in a work environment as well, or even a personal relationship, right? If I step back from being in control and let someone mirror to me exactly what I've been doing to them, I may be one sense, forced to see things about how I've been controlling that I don't want to see. But really, the allowance of that is something really grand because it allows me to see something that perhaps I didn't. So going from allowing to trusting, this last part is something really simple but extremely profound. And that is we put focused attention on not controlling, but rather what we want. So instead of trying to, to control the outcome, let's honor the fact that we have a goal in place or something that we want done. And there's nothing wrong with that, putting that desire out there. But without you having to over-manage it is really the point. So that you can ask and allow and trust others, the universe, to participate with you. What does it really mean for you to put focused attention on what you want without controlling it? Let me share with you. Creating the collaboration Think of teamwork. When I say teamwork, literally more than yourself. Anybody else who's interested in participating with you, 
Well, they won't do it long-term through control. Sometimes they'll do it for a paycheck or other things because they feel that they're obligated to. But you'll find in setting that aside, people that will join you to collaborate will do so because they want to. And when it happens, then we open up ourselves to new ideas. And new ideas, of course, have to do with the outcome because with new ideas, we may be going in slightly different directions or really alternative directions, but in a very good way, meaning still very much towards your goal, but without you having to control it. Now, something really takes place in in this space that's incredible, especially for those people who have participated in this. You get to relax. (laughs) Being in charge, being in control always has you on point. And the idea that there's others to participate with you means a completely different scenario. So whether it's music collaboration and you not having to lead, direct, control how the songwriting process is done and honor of all the contributors to the sound that we're trying to create and will create, obviously, as a group, right? We're not doing that alone. Then when we continue to do this in a collaborative way, you're going to find that things change. In some space in time, you'll find that this focused attention on collaboration, allowing, and trusting will give you the opportunity to begin to rewrite, we'll call it neural paths, to create something different. I didn't mention this earlier, but when you are participating in acts of control, you do get a chemical dump that can feel good based upon what your body does to be in control, and that's why it can create a habit slash an addiction. But that's not the kind of reinforcement mechanism that we want. So getting yourself out of the way and realizing that you can participate healthily with the collaboration with others means that you can rest, relax, at the same time achieve that which you're looking to create without necessarily having to be the one that does it all the time. Oftentimes, people who are in control are very resentful. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that within yourself, where you become resentful that someone else didn't think to participate? And again, why would they? They get yelled at by you and the idea that you didn't do it right. Again, back to thinking of me sitting in the car, the passenger seat, while someone else is driving. This can happen in the kitchen, too, where someone gives me instruction in terms of what I should do. And at one point, I feel micromanaged to the point of why would I want to participate in that space? I don't want to be controlled. I'm happy to help, but there's a big difference. If you can feel that and give yourself permission to get to this point of focused attention, collaborating and trusting, you're going to find that your life quite literally changes. (laughs) And you're going to honor the fact that nobody (laughs) can be the boss of you. This leads us to one really, really important thought before we conclude. And that is that you can't be in control And inversely, you can't be controlled. From a spiritual perspective, it's imperative that you give consideration to the thought that if you're acting as if you need to be in control, spiritually speaking, and from the universe's perspective, that's allowed. What I'm saying is, if you have to be in control of all things, you create no space or allowance for any aspect of the universe to participate with you, which is probably the biggest reason beyond the physical pieces that we've talked about today that you would want to give consideration to. 
Imagine what it would be like to have the collaboration, the spiritual collaboration of others before you who have done something successful to what it is that you want to do. In addition to that, wouldn't it be great just to have help, guidance, understanding, knowledge, right? This can't take place with you thinking that you have to be in control of all things. I sincerely hope that you appreciate the beauty of your choice to let go of your need to be in control. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection and it's a tremendous help to others too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.